For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. Carvana is in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. They even offer customizable financing so you can plan your down and monthly payments. To shop thousands of affordable vehicles 100% online, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Availability may vary by market. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Bricklayers and ball shorts, coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Do welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host Amon Hawkins, and I appreciate you for taking time out of your day to listen to the latest episode of the show. Today we will be recapping some basketball. Yes, the first Virginia basketball recap. That's how you guys start off 2020. And what better recap than Virginia versus Virginia Tech in basketball? So before we get started, shout out to the sponsor, Able Insurance. Go to ableinsurance.net for all your insurance need, home, auto, business, life. The good people, Billy and Charlene White at Able Insurance and servicing the state of Virginia for over 30 years now. Make sure you go holler at them and tell them. The Ball Hawks sent you, and they'll definitely take care of you. Abra Insurance, proud sponsors of not only the Ball Hawk Show, but also the walkthrough. So if you ever seen any episode of the walkthrough all football season this year and last season, you'll see the Abra Insurance logo, especially this season, um, in the bottom corner. So shout out to Abra Insurance. And make sure you go to sthujuice.com for all your shut the hell up juice apparel and for your redemption shirts it's now basketball season if you want your uh, redemption shirts my version of the wahoo championship shirt go to sthujuice.com sweats uh shirts will be available soon for the redemption version so be on the lookout for that so let's go ahead and jump right into it man not a long podcast i know i say that every time not a long podcast but i don't plan for the podcast to be that long because i understand folks don't have a lot of time and i'm a little guy so i can't keep your attention that long so i try to keep it you know 30 minutes or below sometimes it gets longer than that depending on you know the ads that play doing this shout out to uh anchor shout out to spotify youtube and anybody that's attaching their uh product 
to my product because that means it's doing well. So anytime you hear ads, that means your boy is getting a lot of downloads and you guys are helping me with the movement. So shout out to y'all. So let's go ahead and start it. The Wahoos defeated the Hokies by a score of 65 to 39. Here at John Paul Jones Arena, uh, both te- well, both teams came into this game with 10 wins. Uh, Virginia Tech was 10-3, UVA was 10-2. Uh, now the Wahoos approved, improved to 11-2, while Virginia Tech drops to 10-4. They're now 1-2 in the ACC, while the Wahoos are still undefeated in the ACC. When we look at the numbers, anybody that's been a part of my podcast understand you know, I always give the numbers first because I know I have fans who love analytics. So taking a look at the numbers, individual stats, we look at Virginia Kihei Clark had 18 points, uh, six assists. He also had four turnovers. He was seven or eight from the free throw line, one or two from three and five of nine from the floor in 34 minutes. Braxton Key played 32 minutes. He had 18 points. He was eight or 12 from the field, two or four from three. He also had 10 points. So, yes, he had a double double. Cody Statman played 33 minutes. He was 4 10 from the field, one or four from the three point line, one or two from the free throw line. He also had eight rebounds to go with his 10 points. Mamdi Diakite, six points, 10 rebounds. He was three or nine from the field, 0 for two from three. He played 34 minutes. Casey Morsell played 32 minutes. He was just two or seven from the field, one or four from three. He had five points uh, and just one rebound. Um, Tomas Walden Tensi, I just call him T Dub. He played 11 minutes. He was one or three from the field, one or three from three point land. He had three points. Chase Coleman had three points in eight minutes. Uh, Jay Huff only played 12 minutes. He had two points. Uh, two assists, two turnovers, and three rebounds. Justin McCoy played two minutes, and Jaden Nixon played uh, two minutes. Neither one of them scored. As a team, UVA shot 46% from the field, 33% from three, 80% from the free throw line. Virginia Tech, conversely, as a team, they shot just 27% from the field. They shot 16% from three, 81% from the free throw line. 16% from the field. In other words, their jumper was broken. They came in, I think, leading the ACC and three-point field goal percentage. Uh, we understand that's what they do. They shoot threes versus the pack line. We invite you to shoot threes, but we're going to try to either contest it or push you out just a little bit further than your comfort zone. And it was on display. I mean, they were getting good looks, and then we started you know, running out on them. But... 4 of 25 is just good and terrible. To shoot 27% from the field, that's just terrible. I mean, it's hard to win the game when you're shooting just 27% from the field. And when I get into my analytics and break down the game, it's not like we shoot great from the field this season because I'm going to go, you know, I'm, I'm coming in late. I've been covering football, so I miss, you know, at least 10 games. But I've been watching the games, and I've been watching from afar. But... And it's not like we the best shooting team, but to shoot 27%, you're not going to be too many Division I basketball teams shooting 27% from the field. It's just not going to happen. Um, when you look at the two teams, we had 38 rebounds. They had 25 rebounds. Uh, we had 14 assists. They had six assists as a team. 
13 turnovers and they're one of the better teams as far as taking care of the basketball i think they came to the game averaging just nine turnovers a game uh, we turn the ball over just 11 times that's been the tale of two tapes when you look at our losses and you look at the turnovers it's just like football turnovers are the key uh, we had 16 steals they had 17 steals 12 personal fouls we had 11 personal fouls um some player notes just some game notes um the cavaliers have held a division one leading nine opponents to fewer than 50 points and four folds to fewer than 40 points we talking about division one basketball you holding a division one basketball team to under 40 points total in a damn basketball game that 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 has to be demoralizing right there UVA is 70 and 15 against teams from Virginia since 1999 and 2000. UVA has won 23 of the last 26 games against teams from Virginia. Uh, UVA limited its fifth opponent to 20 or fewer points in the first half. Uh, Virginia owned a 38 to 25 rebound advantage, and UVA held its fifth opponents to less than 30% shooting from the field. That's the fifth opponent this year. That's shot in the trash can juice land. If you shooting thirty percent or less, you in the trash can juice land. That's that's the ball hawks term right there. Use some trash can juice. I mean, our defense made you trash can juice. Regardless, I mean, we can say what we want to say. You shoot twenty seven percent, we can say our defense is the greatest ever. I don't care if you missing all open looks. That's just what we gonna do. I'm gonna say use some trash can juice, and we did that. Not that you just missed shots. Um, some series notes, UVA has a three-game winning streak against Virginia Tech. The 26-point home win was UVA's largest in the series since a 48-point win back in 1955, February 18th. UVA is 94-56 and 56 all-time versus Virginia Tech. I'm going to repeat that again. UVA is 94-56 and 56 all-time versus Virginia Tech, including a 40-13 and 13 mark in Charlottesville. In a series that dates back to 1914-1915. Head coach Tony Bennett is 15-6 all-time versus Virginia Tech. So, there you go, man. Those are some quick numbers and notes. Well, let me break down what I what I saw this game. What I saw this game basically was a team that is still trying to find its offensive identity. We know, above all else... The one thing that you can depend on is for the Wahoos to play defense. But what happens when a team can score? You know, how can we respond? Because, like I said, it's my first basketball podcast. So I might be beating on a dead horse. I might be saying some obvious things. But damn it, this my, like I said, it's my first basketball podcast. So I'm going to say what's, what's on my mind is, look, we lost Ty Jerome. We lost Cal Guy. We lost DeAndre Hunter to the NBA. That's the scoring output. Those were the top three scores. Those were the three guys that we looked to when things got tough. Those are three guys we looked to to set the table. I mean, that's just what it is. Then you lost Jack Salt, that veteran that did the dirty work, set the screens, didn't have the numbers, so people don't realize how important Jack Salt was as well. Now you thrust... Kihei Clark into a forefront type of role in which he has to 
be a playmaker. He has to create and he has to now look to score in his own right. You, he just can't be a distributor. As much as, you know, we, we want a Cody Stadman to, to find his stroke and demonstrate that, you know, the 6-7 Aussie with bounce can also shoot the ball. Casey Morsell right now, to me, is just a straight line guy. He's a slasher. If, if we play, if you play NBA 2K, if you still play video games, yes, I'm over 40 and I'll play some video games because, hey, it's therapeutic to me. But if you play NBA 2K and you go to my career and you're trying to create your own player, there are archetypes. You could be a sharpshooter. You could be a playmaker. You could be a slasher. You could play a two-way. You could be a playmaking sharp. You could be all these archetypes, right? Post score, glass cleaner defensive stopper you know if we had to look at archetypes for each player Kihei Clark would just be a playmaker don't really have a high you know uh, shooting attribute as far as threes you know just a serviceable but if you looked at what he does he'd be a two way playmaker a defensive guy who has high dribble attributes and passing but it's very diminutive you look at Braxton Key He'll be an all-around guy that's a more defender, slashing type, can shoot the three ball, does everything good, is not great at one thing. You know what I'm saying? He He's a jack of all trades, but I, I wouldn't say he's mastered one thing. He's mastered at being a top-flight glue guy, and that's not a diss to him, but he's a guy that you need. Like You see the difference when he's in the lineup and when he isn't in the lineup. He's a guy that could guard one through five. He's a guy that... Could get you offensive rebounds, could do the little things great, could score when you need him to, but he's not going to really create his own shot and break a guy down. We look at a guy like Monadier Kite, he's that mid range scorer, a nice complimentary guy, but still has to adjust to teams stopping him, you know, double teams coming at him. His basketball IQ of when to get the basketball out quickly. That's why you see him turn the ball over or make errant passes or be a step too slow of finding the open guy because it takes a lot to be thrust into that the man role. And I'm saying that with air quotes. Like he is considered the man for us, the first option. That's just Momney. He's our leading scorer. He's the guy who left, you know, and flirted with the NBA, came back, has all the tools, but when you're thrusting that role, it's difficult. You look at a guy like Cody Stabman, like, what is he? Is he going to be our sharpshooter? He he has bounce so he can slash. Um, doesn't have the best handles. When you look at our team, man, like, Kihei is the guy that has to handle the basketball. He's the guy that's the most comfortable handling the basketball. So that's why you see his turnovers has increased to an alarming rate in some games. Right now, he has 41 turnovers. 41 turnovers in 13 games to 77 assists. That's still two to one, but a lot of folks have been saying, you know, Kihei's turning the ball over a lot. Kihei's turning the ball over a lot. Well, he has to do a lot. I mean, this game he had four turnovers and six assists, but he has to facilitate. He has to create for others. He has to. You see it. To me, Marcel as a, as a kid, Casey, if you get, I want to see him coming off the screens and going downhill. The kid is built right. He's explosive. I feel like if you get him the ball going towards the basket, it's going to be hell to pay for a defender. Um, 
I don't as far as his shooting, I don't know. I mean the games I've seen it hasn't been that good and just looking at his numbers is not impressive. But he probably can shoot. I'm pretty sure coach is still telling him to be aggressive. But right now he's shooting 25 percent from the field, just fifteen percent from three. If I'm a defender, I'm encouraging you to shoot that three. Cause right now they're saying his jumper's broken. You shooting fifteen percent from three. So the defender's gonna allow you to take. You can have that. That's what they're gonna say. Shoot that. Not saying he can't shoot, but as of right now, the numbers are saying he can't shoot. Like, notice I'm not saying he can't shoot, but people love numbers. If you're going by the numbers, you're like, shoot that. Right now, it looks like Mamdi's our best three-point shooter by the numbers, shooting 39%. I mean, even though Case uh, Chase Coleman is shooting 50% from three, but he's only attempted four. Mamdi's 11 for 28 from three. And then you got Kihei is 17 to 45, shooting 30, 37%. So those are your top So just think Last year Everybody was like Kihei Gotta be able to hit Open threes Or Kihei gotta be able to Hit threes in general Well Kihei's hitting threes This year Because he understands that It's like the guys around him I don't know about you guys But if you play basketball And you're a point guard And you're a playmaker A guy that could get Penetrate into the lane And you penetrate and kick If guys Outside of you Are shooting I mean, Cody shooting a respectable 30. I mean, let's that's, that's be honest. In college, you shooting 32%, 31%, Defense is just going to pack the line on you. No pun intended. So, Kihei could dribble drive all he want to. The, I think the reason why Kihei was so uh, successful versus Virginia Tech is their tallest starter was 6'7". So, it was no true rim protectors. So Kihei took advantage of that High basketball IQ Hmm Nobody protecting the basket Especially when you put Jay Huff in the game He's 7 foot You gotta respect his shooting prowess He steps out The lane's gonna open up Braxton stepped out He hit a couple threes Momney can step out So when you Play the four high with him Play pick and roll And you play some pick and pop You ain't even rolling no more You popping He's a jitterbug he realized, well, let me just be aggressive and get to the basket. I let a lot of, uh, you know, look, semi hooks. He was getting to the basket, finishing. That's basketball IQ, understanding that, hey, Marcel hit an early three. Braxton hit some threes. You got to step out. Now, Kihei going to get to the cup. Virginia Tech don't have any rim protector. So it's barbecue chicken time. That's what we're going to do. But what happens when somebody has rim protector? You look at the Purdue game. Who taking jumpers? Who was getting good looks versus Purdue? And I know that's going way back, but we were getting great looks. Just couldn't make them. If guys can't make open jumpers as a point guard, you feel like you got to do more so you can over dribble, you start losing the ball. And I think that's been Kihei's biggest issue. It's like if guys aren't hitting shots and it's early in the season and it's no, I'm not killing the guys for not hitting shots. I'm just calling it is what it is. Like I said, I've been paying attention to bat, the football, but going back and watching the older games before I did this podcast, it's just guys not hitting shots. Last year, we was hitting them scuds. Last year, you had Ty hitting scuds. Kyle hitting scuds. DeAndre hitting scuds. Jay Huff hitting scuds. Like when guys hitting threes, you got to step out. Now it's now we could play. To me, I think Casey is is an explosive slasher. I think you get that kid the ball coming downhill, he gonna dunk on you. He built like a truck. I love the way he defends. Um, Cody is an anomaly. Is a guy that could do a little bit of both. 
Um, I think the Aussie is trying to and to, to Mas, I feel like he has a natural shooting stroke. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I think he could he could you know find his footing. But I just think right now I see the same chatter is taking place as last year. Kihei is at the forefront. Is oh my god, he's doing this, he's doing that. But who can you really put in to take the ball handling responsibilities away from Kihei? You got people who still don't think he's the Division One basketball, which I don't understand. I don't understand that at all. But hey, you can have that stance. It's opinion. Cool. It, 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 I don't worry about it. But um, and then still, how can you find more minutes for Jay Huff? You know what I'm saying? Do you really go like if you? Put, I don't mind having Huff in with Diakite and and Braxton in. As your as your as your front court, and then you have Key at your point, and then you find that two guard to mesh in. I would love to see that lineup a lot because I feel like with Braxton in with the Swiss Army knife that he can be, you have that much prowess on the boards, and all of them can shoot. I feel comfortable with that. All of them you can work pick and pop, pick and roll. Um, I feel like defensively, that's a very strong group. This thing, if 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 Casey comes into his own, or even the Aussie comes into his own, playing with that with that unit. That's a that's especially with uh the Aussie. If he in there, he's six seven. Cody in there, that's a lot of length. Six seven, six eight, six nine, seven feet with the little jitterbug. Shoot, what? I think that group could be very good defensively, even though people worry about Jay Huff. That he's still a hell of five rim protector. You got Diakite, hell of five rim protector. You got Braxton Key, who could beat beat it up with a chase down block, and still he could be a rim protector. We know what Kihei could do on ball, and I and I actually like what Chase Coleman does when he comes. When I saw him come to the game versus Virginia Tech, the walk on from the seven five seven. You know I got to rep seven five, but you know. Just this game, I felt like Virginia Tech, eh, it is what it is. They scored 39 points. Then I think our football team scored 39 points versus their football team. They be going to overtime versus our football team. Hell, you scored 39 points in basketball. Our football team scored 39 points on the football field. That I mean, that lets you know how good our defense was for the Wahoos. But moving forward, man, I just think fans got to understand we've been spoiled these past four or five years. You know, with, with the offensive firepower we've had, you know, even when it came to London his last year and what he was doing with a young Ty, with a young Cal. And then when he left and Cal came into his own, Ty came into his own, all of a sudden, uh oh, who is this DeAndre Hunter guy? And then last year, all three of them at any given point could just take over, but you lose all three of them and everybody assumes that so and so's could take over and so and so could do this, but they don't understand. The pressure it takes Or the wherewithal that you have to have To withstand that pressure Like Mom did Kite Everybody wants that spotlight Until that spotlight is on them They realize that spotlight is hot It's hot And he getting double teams And now you got to get the ball out quick Or you just got to understand You got to anticipate the double team You know what I'm saying Like Mom wants to face up But he got to understand when he face up you got so only so many jabs. Like last year, DeAndre could jab and really ISO guys because you had a Ty Jerome and a Cal guy on those opposite wings or, you know, one on the weak side, one at the top of the key. So they really couldn't just send a double team at him. And because Diakite was under the rim or Jay Huff. But this year, teams don't believe UVA. It's like, we're a double team and we'll get those guys. Because you got to play the percentages. 
Like I said, if I'm looking at UVA, I'm like, yo, we're we going to play the pack line. We're going to pack the lane, make them shoot. Now, if UVA start hitting threes, you got hell to pay because they could beat you off the ball. We got guys who could give you a pump fake and go. But as of right now, every team, in my opinion, should just be daring us to shoot. Shoot that. Shoot that broke jumper. That's what they say. Broken. Soon as the ball leaves. Broken. Because that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying versus Virginia Tech. Even though they came in as one of the better three-point shooting teams. But by the middle of the first half, I was like, broken. That was two or 12 from three. Shoot it. You can have that. Show me you're going to make it. And if it weren't for Noli in the first half, they really were getting drugged. They only scored 17 points. And I think he scored 15 of the 17 in the first half, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, I think he only scored three points in the second half. When, when Key started really checking him and really denying him and everybody realized that was all they had. Like, I could, I could be mistaken, but I think he scored 15 of the 17 in the first half. Which is crazy That's crazy if that's true I might have just made that up But it sound real good And we gonna stick to that Yeah He scored 18 points But only 3 in the second half So that means he scored 15 of the One damn dude Helped keep them afloat They were still down by 13 So It was rivalry We had to punish them So we did that But then again we should Because it's Virginia Tech We should always just punish them Even though they beat us a couple years ago When we was number two in the country But you know We ain't gonna talk about that But I just did But uh That's all I got for y'all man I ain't gonna get too much more in, in Analytics I'm gonna be rambling But let me know what y'all think Of the team so far It's just amazing A year later We still Got the Kihei Clark slander We still got people Who don't even believe In the kid He's the starting point guard For the squad And people still don't believe He should be playing Division 1 Basketball Or Like It's still some doubt I can Like You can't just Kind of sit back And survey What's being asked of him you know, you know, you got folks who looking for up. Oh, see, that's why I'm telling you. Versus, okay, now I see why that's happening because X, Y, and Z. You feel what I'm saying? Like we really doubting this kid. Still, still, it's still the same things as Kihei Clark. What he not doing? And hey, why isn't Jay Huff playing more minutes? It's amazing. A year later, we still going down this avenue. I really, I like Jay Huff a lot. A lot I do And I'm not saying Folks can't question Tony No You can question the coach All you want to That's why you a fan Question any and everything Period Point blank You can I'm not saying you can't And I never tell folks Well where do you coach That ain't gonna never be My stance in a rebuttal Cause that takes the fun Out of having a sports discussion Cause the last time I checked I don't coach either Just cause I'm behind a microphone Don't mean I'm better than you I love those discussions So you ain't gonna never hear Ballhawk say What's your coaching resume Period Unless somebody Bring that to the table To me Then I'm gonna start Checking your resume But We gotta get out This narrative We really gotta Stop coming at Kihei Clark the way that we do because everybody's had their growing pains playing the one here at UVA from the London Parentes, Malcolm Brogdon, Ty Jerome. Everybody's had some type of trepidation thrown their way, but you forget about it because you saw the finished product. 
Like I could take you back to when London, when we played not London, Malcolm when he was playing the one and VCU came here and I think he probably had seven or eight turnovers. I mean they was ripping him before he was getting the half court. And I remember everybody like, yo, who the hell is this Malcolm Brodden? You don't remember it no more? Defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, all American, NBA rookie of the year. We all like we don't we don't remember that. When London was here, oh my, well, I mean, what we going to do, this, this, and that, look at the turnovers. No, you don't remember that because you just remember London his last year making big threes and carrying us. Everybody don't remember Kyle, guy struggling and not really playing that much. No, you don't remember that no more because what he did on the national stage. So, we got to let guys develop, man. You know what I'm saying? We can't keep comparing a still learning and growing Kihei Clark to a fitness product London Permanentes to a finished product Ty Jerome to the finished product Malcolm Brogdon to, to any former point guard everybody had their growing pains just a second year that's it that's all he is just a second year yeah that's it so that's all I got for y'all man you know the motto good is the enemy of great be great in everything that you too until next time man it's the Ballhawk Show go to amahawkins.com check out any content or any podcast that you miss from me Anything that I've done from the walkthrough to CBS 19 is all available at AmalHawkins.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.